The Cavs might not care, but I'm sure the Nuggets are smiling today as both teams now have a chance for gold in the NBA draft. And that gold, LeBron James. But is the 18-year-old from Akron truly the savior? We have better players than him in his position already on our team, bro. Um, his potential is probably the sky's the limit for him, though. Yeah, LeBron is just going to add, add to what we need and you know, just make, make things a little bit easier. And he will come in and make an immediate impact like a Karan Butler, you know, did for the Miami Heat. I don't think you can really just bring a high school player in and really just think your team going to really turn around like that. If he come, you know what I'm saying, he can just hop on our bandwagon and hopefully we can do something big. And don't forget, there is one good thing about being at the bottom. You only got one place to go. And that's up. At the gun, I'm Chuck Aletti, Channel 3 Sports. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Strawberry banana. If he plop, he's going to aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Ah! The defense is atrocious. John Potter, the rock star. People, Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. Man, we love China. We love no playing there. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's just hitting me right now. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Hey! We're back. This is Swish FM, Chris Wendelkin and Ben Crop. Ben, we have a real treat this week. Uh, our friend, Boy, do we ever. Uh, Brandon Lizzie, a.k.a. Whammy, a.k.a. Whammy Ball, is making his Swish FM debut, Ben. Uh, the Whammy Ball is one we've been circling for quite a while on the Swish FM calendar. It's uh, This is something of a white whale for us, Yeah, Chris. we've been sort of loosely discussing and dreaming about this for some time, and today it's a reality. He's here. We finally got him on the line. We reeled him in. Yep. It, uh, he almost capsized our boat, but he yep. is uh, now flopping around on the poop deck. Um, and he is and, a, um, uh, j- just had uh, his second child, so congrats on that, Whammy. Welcome to yep. the show, Brandon Lizzie. Uh, it's it's an honor and a pleasure to to have you here. How you doing? Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Oh, I mean, the, is that uh, it? Yeah, <laughs> that's all. You, that's all you have to say. <laughs> I just thought. You know what I thought? I thought I would contrast the intro with a, with a short retort. Sure. Thought, okay. Fine. I thought that would just go well rhythm wise. This is this is my first podcast, so forgive wow. me. Yeah. Uh, it's understandable. You're a little rusty. Everything you said was true. Uh, you know, just had my second kid 16 months ago. So yeah. it's um, a little new now, but... Not, not totally accurate. But I apologize on behalf of my co-host. But I am excited to be here, and I do find the, the idea that you had to reel me in interesting because I am literally doing nothing now, uh, <laughs> unemployed and in my parental home in Cleveland, Ohio. So, so Wham- well, quick quick backstory. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I met Whammy at, um, at a, a, a previous workplace of his at, at Vice, and um, we hit it off, and he has since joined our Fantasy Basketball League, Chris, um, as you know. So he's um, he's sort of um, you know what can I say he's he's kind of insinuated himself in, into our hearts. Yeah, he's ingratiated uh, over these past himself. Few years. Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Wow. 
Um, Wham, uh, walk us through quickly your like NBA fandom backstory. So you grew up in Cleveland. Is it safe to assume? Did did you grow up like a Cavs fan rooting for LeBron? I did. Yeah, I did. So actually, my family um, didn't follow sports, but I enjoyed sports growing up. Yeah, particularly the you know early '90s Cavs, Mark Price, Larry Nance Senior. Hot Rod Williams, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, wow. Brad Doherty. And I did not like Michael Jordan. I did, uh, every year I wanted him to lose, and I'm sure we'll be bringing this up during our draft. But, you know, I wanted the Pacers to win. I wanted the Trailblazers to win. I wanted the Jazz to win. I wanted the Cavs to win. I wanted anybody to beat Michael Jordan. And, of course, that never happened. And then, you know, following Cleveland sports for 25-plus years until we finally won in 2016 this this idea of doing a draft of franchises um that haven't won a championship is near and dear to my heart as uh, you know cleveland has been so maligned up until 2016 when lebron was able to reverse it right um seemed like a cool cool thing to to talk about because i think it's not fun for me when the teams that are supposed to win win um it's more fun when you know uh, you get a little surprise, and then you know more people can enjoy the sport. I think I think it's very important to have a lot of different teams winning, uh, uh, even though that's not how it works out, really. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Wham, do you remember? Uh, out of curiosity, do you do you remember the Dewan Wagner draft? What do you remember about the like pre-LeBron Cavs? Yes, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Dewan Wagner from the University of Memphis. Yeah, so thank you. First of all, thank you, Dewan Wagner. And a hot take here. He was actually a quite a good NBA player until he had a freak injury yeah. and then his Crohn's disease uh, what took him hap- out of the game. What so happened he, with that? He had like some devastating he injury, went, right? Yes. Well, the first thing that w- that happened was he went into one of those cold recovery rooms where yeah. they like spray you with, and he kept a sock on his foot and the sock was wet. And the wet sock, um, you know, created a like basically frostbite on his foot oh my god jesus christ i did not know that story yeah that took him out that took him out for a long time um, that would seem like and, a major what, medical what, like lawsuit right like they sh- i mean he like if he I lost his don't livelihood know about lawsuit no i don't know about lawsuit because you you are told before you go into the room not to have anything wet you gotta on take you. those socks off mis- yeah. honestly it was honestly a mistake and um you know, I don't know. I don't think he did a loss or anything. But then he came back, and then he had problems with Crohn's disease, mm. um, which, as you know, or maybe you don't know, um, can like you know be pretty debilitating. Uh, sure. But he, you know, I remember when we drafted him. You know, the big hype was around. I think he had 103 points in a high school game. Okay, I remember being, he grew up in Camden, New Jersey, I believe. And, yeah. you know, he did have a 103 point game. Yeah. And I remember thinking this guy's going to be awesome. Yeah. And he was, I mean, his rookie year, I think he averaged like 13 points. But he wasn't, a, he wasn't a, uh, like an efficient NBA player at that point, but. I think he had a lot of promise. And then obviously, you know, everybody on that team, I'm very thankful that they were able to, you know, secure LeBron. And this isn't a knock on any of those those guys, but they it just was a the Cavs were trying to 
secure LeBron and, and it worked out. So I'm very happy about did, that. Did he ever play with LeBron? Do you remember? Like, did, uh, did, did, did he play with LeBron? Uh, so he left in 2005. So I'm not sure if he actually got him. He played 11 games in 0405 with that would have been with LeBron. Um, mm. You know, this guy was in college. He was great. You know, 21, 21 points per game at Memphis. 0304 was great in college. Wasn't uh, oh, was LeBron's rookie year, right? And, and, uh, one played 44 games that year. That year, yes. So he was on there for two years. So, all right. So he was on there for yeah, two years. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but by then he he's like always, a backup. He yeah. was always in and out, right? He was, and he was always in and out with, you know, colitis and other problems. So it was. Right. I, don't, I don't think we got a fair look at Dewan Wagner. I think he could have been a really cool player. Um, and I think, um, you know, I the thing, the other thing I remember at the time is I used to go to the Cavs games because you could get five dollar courtside seats <laughs> oh my with God. the college ID prior Damn. to LeBron arriving. $5 courtside. I mean, and I mean like courtside. <laughs> That's insane. So insane. Yeah, and it was great. You know, And the Pistons were great at the time. We would go when the Pistons would come into town. We'd go, you know, when, um, you know, anytime you wanted to see any other NBA teams, you would go and you could pay $5 to see them. So it was, it was an incredible. But that was only before LeBron arrived. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Um, they, that was only be- they learned yeah. that you could charge more yeah, when LeBron came, he could actually charge more because <laughs> people would want to see him. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. go figure. Yeah, yeah. T- All right. Turns out he he increased the value of the franchise. Let's jump into it then. So that was a great little introduction there. So what we're going to be drafting today is Whammy's favorite thing in the world. He loves a nice surprise. Uh, he, you know, like he said, it's nice when an unexpected team that's never won one before wins one. So what we're discussing today. Uh, is we're doing a draft, one of uh, Swish FM's famous drafts of basketball. This is our signature piece right here. This is this is what the people come. <laughs> yeah, come this to is listen. actually a form. Not many people do the draft. No, yeah. this is a form that we invented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when. This is something that we came up with. Yeah, that's right. We've, we've uh, <laughs> it's both trademarked. created and perfected the. Yeah, the the uh, the medium here. So we're going to be drafting basketball franchises that have never won a championship. So we're going to go three rounds. We'll do a uh, an honorable mention round uh, with uh, in in what would normally be round four. Wham! You have the first uh, selection here. Ben, the order will be uh, whammy with the first overall pick. Ben, you're going to select second, and I will mm. uh, draft third, and we'll keep that Fantastic. order moving forward. So, Wham, whenever you're ready, um, the floor is yours. You are on the clock with your uh, first overall selection here in round one. This is a basketball franchise that has never won a championship. Wham, whenever you're ready. Okay, so I'm just going to explain a little bit about what did here to, to organize these things for this draft. And I think there's... absolutely. Based on my methodology, there is a clear runaway, no doubt, first pick. And I think it wow. might be a little wow. bit surprising. Wow. So what I did was I took each franchise. There's 12 of them. I consider there to be 12 um, franchises that haven't won an NBA championship. And I ranked uh, their, them by great players. I ranked all 12. I listed the great players that were on the, <laughs> the franchises. Oh my God. Listed their MVPs that were on the franchises. There's actually only four of the 12 that have had any MVPs. Um, and the lion's wow. share being yeah, on yeah. the team that I picked for number one. My research wow. process was very similar. Yeah, go ahead. Right, and then I then I looked at their playoff runs, and I listed the number of NBA finals and conference finals that they had, um, and ranked them according to like basically how deep they got into the playoffs, and then looked at how heartbreaking the losses were in those playoffs. Oh my goodness! Fantastic. Wow. 
Fantastic. Look movie. at this. Look at this. I knew I knew that we were onto something here. I knew that we that we uh, we, we we picked the right player off the off the buyout market here for our podcast today. Right. This is this is incredible. And then I did their overall playoff record and how many of their seasons they made the playoffs. And actually, it's a very runaway. Can anyone guess based on those three metrics who the team is that I consider to be number one? This team placed number one in two of those three categories and then number three in the first great player category. And the great player category is actually very subjective, but this team also had the most MVPs of any team that hasn't won an NBA championship. Can anyone guess who that team is? I'll go ahead and throw out the Utah Jazz. You are close. They have the second MVP. Wow. Wow. Okay. But this team Oh, I know who it very, is. Yes, that's right. It's the Suns. The yeah, Suns yeah. are by far and away... So they've made nine conference finals. They've made two NBA finals, uh, 93 and 76. Um, and they have a point, actually 48.5 winning percentage in the playoffs. And they've made the playoffs 29 of 53 seasons. So Jeez. they really should win an NBA championship, in my opinion. And they also, you know, I should have a fourth category just called fun factor. You couldn't not enjoy the the 2000s Suns with Nash, Marion, Amare. I think Joe Johnson for a little bit in there. I mean, mm-hmm. They just were they just were fun, and you know all these threes that we're shooting today. Then um, the six seconds or less, you know, a lot of I think current NBA. I'm not a I'm by no means a basketball scholar, but just as a dumb person watching the games, uh, we play like the Suns now, and everybody wants to be. Steve Nash, you know, 50, 40, 90 is a big thing now where you have 50% field goal, 40% three, 90% free throws. And he's, he, he'd been doing that a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also remind me, like w- it was one of those years was like Oh seven when the Suns were like basically the best team in the league and poised to win. And then like some, was it like a, a weird fight that happened or an injury that happened oh, in yeah. one of those playoff series that like totally derailed? The Suns go up one. It's their first lead since the second quarter. Next possession, it works so well. The last time down court, try it again. Go behind the back again to Stoudemire. Nash had 15 assists. 20 seconds to go after a Spurs miss. They need to foul Steve Nash. That's a little hard. <laughs> Robert Orrin checks him into the scorer's table. He fouled him, all right. Yeah, this is where Big Shot Rob might have become Cheap Shot Rob. Take another couple of looks. Yeah, Amare versus the Spurs, right? The Amare. Yeah, yeah, versus the Spurs. And they were like in like... Stepped off the... Yeah, when they stepped off the bench, right? And like they were like basically going to win that series if that hadn't happened. That's right. If memory serves, right? Um, So on that, and let me pull up them really quickly here. So I think that they, you know, that was a conference finals, right? I think so. I believe the so. Before, yeah. That was a 05 conference final. Yes. Yeah, so 05, right, right. They actually, you know, lost that 4 to 1, but I do remember that incident just being like they can't win now. I think that was that game 2 of that series. I'll look it up, but that I remember they got Marion suspended. They got who else? Got it was Amare, Marion, and I want to say another big man. Yeah, I mean that knocks you out, right? You're not going to be able to win that. I mean those Spurs teams were very good. Yeah. But didn't they like blow them out in game one or something? And they were like basically like set up. I don't the know. Spurs, the Suns won game four. It was a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, the Suns wow. won game four. But all right, never mind. Again, then. just memories. <laughs> so, in terms of heartbreak, <laughs> I also listed their 2010 conference finals where none other than Ron Artest hit a game winning three. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. To ice the series, I believe. 
or to win game five. And, um, you know, those are, those are bad luck. <laughs> Kobe missed and Ron Artest got the rebound and just like threw up a corner three and it went in and, you know, obviously just heartbreaking. That sort of ended there. They have not made the playoffs since, um, that wow. That was the last, their last playoff team. That was the last one. But when you're looking from like 1980s, 90s to, to 2010, they're just in the playoffs, you know, almost every year. Yeah. Granted, they're yeah. making making it very far. But I think they've had a lot of great players. They've had a lot of great teams. They've been really fun to watch. And, you know, there's another, I think, I'll be interested to see what the next pick is because there was another team that I thought was pretty close to them that I sort of came to my mind first when we started doing this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That I think, I think is sort of the clear number two here. But it's not one that you would think of. But I'm interested to see what you, number two here. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's a great first pick. I yeah. mean, that that '93 uh, Suns team was basically the first team. Well, I guess it was the second team that I fell in love with because the first team was the New York Knicks, obviously. But um, ninety the '93 Finals were the first finals I watched as a kid. Um, and you talk about like that passion that uh, that Michael Jordan engendered, rooting against him. Um, and I wanted so, so badly for that Suns team uh, to, to prevail in that finals. And what a what an awesome team. I mean, Barkley's MVP season, yep. Thunder Dan, yeah. KJ. And also, dude, just like Danny Ainge, uh, really a forgotten um, guy, but who was an f- absolute beast in that series was Richard Dumas. Do you remember yep. him? Yep. Um, who later, you know, dropped out because of uh, Daddy from Dumas. That's right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly that's what we all called him uh yeah later dropped out with some really tragic like you know drug issues um but um man what a fucking awesome team yeah kevin johnson dunking all over hakeem olajuwon like cedric sabalos right he was on that yeah young young sabalos yeah as like a like a kind of a backup or maybe he was a starting no i think he was a backup don't see him on this list of their uh, maybe it was the next. Maybe he was a rookie the next year. Um, when was uh, was Oliver Miller on those yes. Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Oliver Miller was on there. And Oliver just... Mil- Miller mar- uh, backing up uh, starting center Mark West. Sure. Yes. <laughs> and let's pour one out. Let's pour one out for those jerseys, Ben. Uh, we're the same oh, age. God. I mean, I remember yeah. like you. I remember. I mean, I remember the Chicago Portland NBA Finals and the in oh what was it ninety one ninety two. But I probably the most vivid first like clear NBA Finals memory I have is that Phoenix uh, Chicago Bulls series. And I just I love those purple jerseys. Yeah, um, they were just awesome on TV. The court, yeah. everything looked so bright and awesome and, and also, exciting. Like Barkley was like in his bag, right? Like he was just yeah. he, he was just in like his finest form and he played with like such fire and passion and he wore those purple jerseys and he was the underdog against Jordan's bulls, but he, he won the MVP, I believe that season, right? Does that, yeah. that sound right? 93. Yep. Yeah. He definitely did. Yep. That's correct. He definitely did. Yeah. And, um, man, they were an incredible team to root for Phoenix. I mean, like growing up in the Northeast, I grew up in, in New York Wham. uh, like Phoenix, Arizona just seemed like, such a uh, like a place like far away the desert was so like mysterious didn't seem real no it did not seem seem real real. i i I couldn't imagine it was like an alien planet yeah like a cactus was a real thing much less it was like incorporated (laughs) into their jersey and like the you know the 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 scheme and everything with their design on the court so uh yeah it's a great pick the phoenix suns they never won an nba championship they've never won one but uh that is whammy's first overall selection he's got a special place in his heart for the phoenix suns 
So, um, Ben, we're in round one here. You are on the clock with the second overall selection. Whenever you're ready, Ben, give us um, the next team that has not won an NBA championship. Wow. That is a tough act to follow, but I'll, I'll do my best here. Um, well, that's your job. I got to be honest with you. I did not do... It is my job. Um, I did not do quite the... the depth no, that's and not true. rigor that is of not research true. you absolutely well, did I, I mean i did but in a different way instead of crunching numbers and 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 you know looking up um you know facts and figures and uh, and and uh you know delving into those uh you know losing my uh my head in the history books um instead i i looked uh, inside uh my own heart um that's i cool. did some some emotional research uh that's you might say <laughs> it is the New York Knicks. I do not recognize 1970 or 1973 as uh-huh. official NBA seasons. Therefore, the New York Knicks have never uh, won a championship. But I do believe this is their year. No, uh, the Knicks are not my my actual selection. My selection is the Denver Nuggets. Wow. Uh, I mean, anyone who me, whammy took it from underneath. Yeah, you know, like uh, can't 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 imagine it's a huge shock whammy i don't appreciate that can't imagine it's a huge shock to anyone listening um to this to the show on a regular basis i love those nuggets um i love everything about what what they represent i love their name i love their uniforms i love their colors i love their history of uh just being this you know crazy ridiculous high altitude high flying high scoring team in the 1980s that you know, could never play defense, but scored 160 points a game. Yep. Um, of course, I fell in love, uh, you know, in my early days uh, watching the NBA, watching Dikembe Mutombo upset the uh, number one seeded Sonics in 1994. That's it. Mutombo embraces the ball. One of the great upsets in NBA playoff history. You know, clutching the basketball in tears at the end of Game 5. Um, I love uh, Robert Pack. I love, um, I'll throw one out there, um, Rodney Rogers. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, you, you talk about the current iteration of the team. Um, you know, I can't say that, that they are a title favorite this year. Um, but, you know, they got all the way to the... Uh, conference finals was it last year they did that or two years ago i don't even remember but um you know they're uh, you know they're, they're led by my probably favorite uh current nba player nikola Jokic, and they're just uh they're just delightful they're an incredibly fun fantastic delightful group um led by you know the the the, the clown prince uh the joker yep it's michael jordan's birthday tomorrow oh, bro. if you had to get mj something for his birthday what would you get him uh, uh, horse. Not a goat. Um, and uh, and I mean, gosh, so many other like awesome players: Jamal Murray, um, you know, Michael Porter Jr. Politics aside, love his game, love his um, his his hair, love his whole prom king attitude. Um, and uh, they're just a great team. I think that. And they also, you know, when I went about this, my draft board, crafting my my draft board here, I thought about like, what's a team that like, probably is never going to win because they just don't feel like it's like they should. Um, And there's a couple teams like I like the Suns, I can imagine actually winning an NBA championship, but like the Nuggets, like that would just seem like a dream, like that would seem like a mistake. Like, I'm pretty sure it's never going to happen because the NBA won't let it happen. 
and I don't say that as like a like a throwaway flippant um, <laughs> uh, comment because as uh, as Chris and I touched on in our previous episode, I do think that the NBA um, shout out whistleblower podcast. Um, actually, does have uh, you know a little bit of control in uh, in, in the outcomes of these uh, these playoff series and these uh, you know the, these final series. So I, it just seems to me like it would be like whoops, like a little glitch in the system if the Denver Nuggets actually won an NBA championship. Um, but man, what a what a delight it would be. Um, it just feels like they are they're the fun, silly, like whimsy team. Um, and, uh, and that's why they are, they are number one in my heart and, and number one on my draft board. Wow. It almost feels like the Suns are the grown up version of the nuggets. Mm. The, the high scoring, you know, the bright colors, the sort of goofy fun eras of that. Like they seem very similar sort of narratively mm-hmm. to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm again, I'm not a maps guy, but I think Denver might be next to Phoenix. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Same time zone, something like that. Yeah, whatever. I can't tell. So, yeah. but I think, uh, you know, in terms of like what I looked up, uh, you know, the, I think the Nuggets will get their first MVP this year. I think Djokovic will be, Djokovic, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Djokovic will be Jokic. the MVP this year for sure. They don't, they don't have any MVPs. They, have made, let's see, they've made the conference finals four times. They've never made an NBA finals. Mm. Um, and they are, uh, let's see. Four times. Wow. So it was the last year, and then before then, it was like, what, back in like the 70s? Oh, or did they make, oh, nine. Oh, with Carmelo, yeah. yeah. That's right, I forgot about that team. That was God. a fun team, too. 85 and... 85 with like Alex English and Fat Lever. Yep. 78, huh? I wonder who's on that 78 team. So I'm looking up their top players, you know, Alex English, Fat Lever. Yeah, Matt. Fat Lever. You know, those are- Fat Lever was like a pre-Russell Westbrook. That guy was like such a freak. He would like average, he would drop like triple doubles regularly as like a six foot two point guard or something. David um, Thompson. Oh, obviously, Thompson, yeah. And they're- Talk about a freak injury derailing a career. Um, do you know the story of him like f- like falling down at Studio 54? What? Oh. No. Yeah, I only uh, learned about this through another amazing new podcast called um, Death of the Death on the Wing on the Wing. I think. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 which is awesome. Uh, recommend that um, um, Adam McKay new pro- yeah, project. Um, it's really really awesome. I've listened to two episodes so far. Um, I love shouting out other podcasts on my podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, in one of the in one of the uh, first couple episodes, they they mentioned how like David Thompson was like partying at Studio Fifty Four and like. There's varying accounts. He either like got in a fight or someone like cold cocked him or something like that. And I'm sure he was probably under the influence of something at the time. But he like fell down a flight of stairs and like tore shit little ligaments in his knee. And it like pretty much ended his career. Like he, I guess he like kind of recovered and played after that. But like, obviously was never the same player. Um, which man, um, that sucks. Um, mm. But. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, what a great history! Again, ABA. T- I mean, if you're coming from the ABA, you've already you've you're already got you know ma- massive massive points in my book. Um, also, shout out Kiki Vandaway, yep. uh, Nuggets Nuggets legend. Love the Keekster. Um, so yeah, just so many. Uh, so, I mean, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, yep. like the original uh, fucking flag protest uh, national anthem protester in the NBA. I mean, him and Craig Hodges, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, lots of love. Bill Rauf is yeah, ooh, lots boy, of love yeah. about We could do a Denver whole deep nuggets. dive on that guy. Yeah, love those nugs, man. Uh, really pulling for him this year, and definitely pulling for uh, 
Jokic uh, MVP because that would uh, really help out my uh, my Top Shot collection, and uh, <laughs> I uh, need all the help I can get right now because I am in a massive amount of debt. Yeah, Thank no, you ben very is, much. Ben is definitely struggling. Keep digging, Ben. Double down. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been told that if you buy more, um, that helps. <laughs> the only way to get uh, out. <laughs> when you're losing money. Yeah. But um, yeah, currently uh, no longer uh, have a vehicle. <laughs> it was repossessed by the uh, by the bank. So yeah, I'm in a little bit of trouble here, but I think I'm going to get out of it any, any week now. It's going to turn around for me. All right. We're going to continue here in round one. Ben, you took the Denver Nuggets from underneath me. So in round yes. one, we are here with pick number three overall. Team CW is on the clock. Um, with my first overall selection here in round three, I am going to select the Memphis Grizzlies by way oh, of Vancouver. What? Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Stole that one from me. Listen, guys, this what? one really <laughs> pains me. I know whammy. This is a bit of a bit of a out of left field here. This one pains wow. me because there is yeah. so much to love about this team. We really Really, really, I honestly hope it works out for them. But Ben, Whammy, right now, the Memphis Grizzlies of Vancouver do not have an NBA championship. And most importantly, they will not be winning an NBA championship, Ben, until they renounce that neutered ass logo and and replace the rabies foam back on their feral mascot's fangs. Absolutely, um, wow. we need. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a, a a real hobby horse of ours. An activist pick here. Well, it yeah, is what it is, I mean, we, you're sending a <laughs> well, message. Welcome to Squish FM. What can I say, <laughs> Ben? As yeah. we have, we're discussed, an activist court. Yeah, as we have discussed with our friend Trashbag Ghost in an earlier uh, draft that we did on Squish FM of NBA logos. Whammy, when the Memphis uh, Grizzlies, formerly the Vancouver Grizzlies, when they moved to Memphis. The franchise was rebranded. They redesigned their logo and they redesigned their jersey. And uh, it's it's a it's you a process. Like no, it's a process that we will call the pacification, right? Like the new the emasculation, the, the emasculation of a grizzly bear, of a ferocious, yes. beautiful, glorious beast. We were talking about um, a once very proud, feral, angry animal, whammy, definitely uh, rabid, a terrifying, definitely a terrifying beast. Yes, mm-hmm. Memphis cancel culture basically canceling the. <laughs> Yes. More aggressive mascot. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank they had you. to tone it down for the for the PC generation. That's right. Yeah. Famously all... more aggressive than Memphis. This is a yep, terrifying yep. animal, a terrifying beast. Wham! If you if you open it up, look at the original 1996 Memphis right. uh, Vancouver Grizzlies loco. It's a terrifying beast. He is mauling the letters. Oh God! Yeah. Oh. It, thank you, Wayne. Yeah. Thank you. He's he's literally he's ravaging his own logo. He's um. eating the letters <laughs> of his own fucking logo. And so right. this once very proud animal, Whammy, was neutered. In 2005, when the team moved to Memphis, his eyes became less cloudy. Uh, go- suddenly, his fangs were gone. <laughs> suddenly, his, his his fangs were gone. Uh, his his claws were no longer sharpened. Uh, whammy, yep. uh, gone. The, the Are, telltale uh, rabies foam had go- been wiped away and cleaned up. I'm mentioning this foam. I'm not seeing it. Wham, look at the 96 logo. I want you to zoom in on his fangs. You can see a very um, foam, yeah, standard definition sort of mm. Hazy foam dripping off his fangs. Um, I do see that maybe one of you illustrated 
Winnie the Pooh in the current logo. Winnie the There's a Winnie the Pooh version what? that someone seems to be taking the same tack that you guys are and mocking the logo. Oh, and so they've drafted the Where where are you seeing this? Where are you seeing I'll send this? it I'll send it over to you. It looks to be a goof. This doesn't appear to be an official Sounds like a goof. Yeah, it, it sounds like, like a goof. To it sounds me. like a prank if you ask yeah. me. All I know yeah. is in the original logo the 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 grizzly bear was angry. He was feral. He had a right. foam uh, dripping from his fangs. He had sharp he had toenails. A lust for life. Yes, he had a lust for mm-hmm. life. Exactly. And in this Other new sort of he this them. this new navy blue mm-hmm. uh, image that uh, pops up in two thousand and five, suddenly his toenails are gone. His fangs are gone. No longer is he this rabid, lifelike brown bear, but suddenly he's this calm, stoic, frankly, you know, Smokey the Bear-ass navy blue cartoon. And it's offensive. It's offensive to, to the core. Um, again, this pains me, uh, you know, what, what Rare Designs Rodney Richardson did to the original Vancouver Grizzlies logo. Ben, you did a little research on this. Um, Mm-hmm. But I, you know, because I love this squad. I, I, I love this squad. I mean, Ja Morant, be still my heart. You know, Jonas mm-hmm. Valanciunas, Jaron Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark, Justice Winslow, old school Grizzlies like Mike Conley and Zach Randolph and Marcus Saul and Tony Allen, Big Country Reeves, Sharif Abdul Rahim, Paul. Yeah, Gasol. I mean, dude, like, let's do it for Big Country. Like, like, n- n- yeah. need I say more? Yeah. Like, just him alone. Yes. Like, honoring, honoring his legacy, his memory. Ryan Reeves getting a touch now. They're going to try to get his offense ignited again. And Reeves puts it down for 20 points so far for Reeves. And the Grizzlies trail by one again. And what's nice about that movie, caught it, turned, and just fired it, stepping away from Shaquille O'Neal. Pau Gasol, Jason Williams, of course, Allen Iverson. Yeah, yeah, dude. Allen Iverson had a cup of coffee with the Grizzlies at one point. Three games with the Grizzlies. That's right. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, ended his run. So point yeah, being let's, is, I, let's send him an honorary ring. I love after this coming team. off the bench. Yes, very angry about coming off the great rant. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Never, yes. Pl- never played in Memphis, I believe. That's right. That's right. I think, and the, he had never that rant in Sacramento. I think he went off yes. on the team because he didn't want to be a six man coming off the bench. So I that love the right. Memphis Grizzlies. Right as as an organization, I think their personnel, the players, are really excited. I really love these guys. It sounds like a very fun city. I've never been to Memphis, but it sounds like a great place with great food, great music, mm-hmm. you know, culture. Also, of course, of course, produced the greatest intercontinental champion in WWF history, the Honky Tonk the Man, who, man. Who, I, who, I, who I assume is a huge fan. But listen, until <laughs> the organization, <laughs> until the organization reverts back to its feral roots, they will not be winning an NBA championship anytime soon. And it is so, no mystery. It is no mystery. It is no secret as to why this team has yet to win that elusive LOB trophy, guys. So Memphis yep. Grizzly fans, if you it's are a curse. listening, we got to break the curse. You are cursed, and if you want to know why you're cursed, here's a clue. I want you to check. I want you to check those fangs in your mouth for 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 any rabies foam. You won't notice any rabies foam on those Memphis Grizzly fangs. And we want to go back to the foam. We want to go. <laughs> Should we? Mm-hmm. Plug the hashtag or yeah. hashtag beef up the bear. <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> yes. Hashtag, hashtag enter foam dome. I think that'll make sense to people. <laughs> hashtag beef up the bear. Hashtag, hashtag enter foam dome. I love it. Wham. That's you... where you can communicate with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wham, Let's get you, a trending. You, you are a social media savant. You are an influencer. Uh, so if, if, <laughs> if you can get this, if you can, you know, if you can signal boost uh, the cause here. Beef so up the bear. Yeah. Hashtag mm-hmm. beef the bear. That's what Whammy wants you guys to, yep. to tweet. Hashtag beef up the bear. Um, let's get that rabies foam back on the bear's fangs. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, you do not currently have an NBA championship. I would love for you to get there. Um, again, I'm a big fan of the team, of the organization. I just want a simple rebrand. I'm not asking for too much. So that's my first over- overall selection here in round one. Wham, wow. I know it's a little bit of an outlier for you. Um, yeah. But that's that's where we're heading today. So, uh, Whammy, you're on the clock. We're up to round two. This is going to be the fourth fourth overall selection whenever you're ready. So it will be your second team that you'll be selecting that has not won an NBA championship. You got it. I and mean, I think it's fair to say that it seems like I am rewarding achievement. <laughs> and you guys. Well, that's one way of interpreting That's one way of interpreting things. approach to it. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, it's I have a, a clear... This was going to be... You know, I thought... And I'm curious. Um, maybe we can go back after this round and... You can tell me who your number one would have been. But I think I'm curious. This is a very clear cut to me. This would have been actually, there's probably three teams that sort of in this tier at the top, but I think they were pretty, there's good distance between each of them. And I am going to take uh, a team not, not known for winning okay. at the current moment, um, but it had a really, really cool past and has had. Um, you know, some, some decent heartbreak moments and I'm not going with the numbers here because actually numerically the other team deserves it more than this team but I'm, I'm going to take your Orlando Magic yeah. mm. I have a feeling that's um, where we were going right? yeah. Yeah. yeah love it and, and just again just to run through the numbers quickly no MVPs um, which is you know I, Shaq obviously is the number one I think the most magical magic player ever and certainly won MVPs elsewhere, so I, it's kind of like I'll give them half an MVP. But the great players, Agreed. you know, Shaq, Penny, T Mac, Dwight Howard, who I think is you know massively underrated, even though um, everybody doesn't like him. I I like him. I once went to a game where he, someone was heckling him, and he pointed at him and then made a sign like he was cradling a baby. And basically said, "You're a baby" to the heckler. Wow! <laughs> and the entire section erupted, and the guy was just completely shamed into shutting up. Yeah. It was, an, it was actually amazing. like an incredible burn. <laughs> like, Put him in his place, didn't he? Win? He did. He did. And you know, honestly, that you know, this is a seven foot tall. Dwight Howard is big, and scary, mm-hmm. and very good at basketball. You know, certainly in his prime, and now an NBA champion um, with the Lakers. But you know, this this is. This is what he does is, you know, you come at him and he can just swat it away. So he, he put this guy, completely trashed this guy. And so they also, they've been to four conference finals. I think that they're the Nick Anderson fourth free throw miss. Oh, God, yep. I mean, it's just, I can't even imagine. It's like one of the more heartbreak, like in terms of like NBA moments that that, that get my like sympathy bone like uh, going. I'm like, I, I, I genuinely like just... Like, like I think about that guy, and I'm just like, I hope he's doing okay, like, every few weeks. <laughs> I agree. You know, that and the drafting of Mo Bamba 
<laughs> hey, there's still a chance for him. You know, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, jokes aside, I think you know you're up by three, and you have missed two free throws. Get your own rebound. Go back to the free throw line and miss two more, and then you just lose the series, or Ducks. swept out of the series, the finals. And that guy was like, before Shaq got there, he was like the heart and soul of that franchise. He was the, he was like the leader, the captain. Yeah, like twenty points kind of like. Game. Yeah, like one of the original early like, three shooter. Yep, three, volume three point shooter. Yeah, he was sick. Great dunker too. You know they've they they haven't done so well in the playoffs. Not as well as the other teams that I put up near the top here. The forty four winning percentage, but they've made it sixteen of thirty two years, which is half of their half of their seasons in the league. They've made the playoffs, um, and then they're fifty nine and seventy four in the playoffs. So I think the Magic are you know just again super fun. Shaq Penny. You know, oh, Penny's yeah. injuries and Shackley. I think it's got all the the sympathy vote, as Ben said, I think is massively on the Magic. I think there's another couple other sympathy teams in here. Um, but this one, I think a lot of great players, a lot of great moments, a lot of great sympathy. Um, and I certainly, I think I kind of identify with them. They sort of remind me of the Cavs insofar as, you know, the Cavs lost a generational player for a little while. He just came back and got them a championship. The the Magic lost a generational player and have sort of never quite recovered from that. Hmm. Come home, come home, Shaquille. Come back to Orlando. Hashtag back to Shaq. <laughs> come back, Shaq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is Talk something about- very yeah. tragic, I feel like, about that franchise. Like, there is like yes. a dark cloud, like, frankly, like the way the, the Cavs had like a dark cloud before LeBron, where it just felt like. I don't know how this situation is ever going to work out. Uh, and Shaq, you know, because there was such like hope, right? There was like such joy and hope when Shaq and Penny played in Orlando and Disney. They were going to the dominate thing. the decade. Yeah. I mean, they, they, and, and they had those, you know, they were uh, an expansion franchise. They had those fun like pinstripe jerseys. I mean, right. like they, they, there was something like, those mid '90s Magic teams were very, Horace Grant. yeah, Horace Grant. They were oh, very yeah. fun, and like there was so much hope and such optimism with that team. And when Shaq left for LA, and I remember that press conference where he talked about like I just want to live out in LA and like enjoy Pepsi and stuff. As I said before, it wasn't about money because I just love to play the game. You know, uh, old guys like Jerry West, who are who are was a great player i mean he never made a, a lot of money i mean he just liked to play the game and i, I just love to play the game and i would like to you know thank jay west and los angeles lakers for giving me a good fair deal but you no know, money was not the main the main factor here and you know i think you know people get you know tired of hearing money 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 i just want to go have fun be young drink pepsi wear reebok <laughs> and have fun it was there was something like very crushing about that and and yeah. then you know penny getting hurt so I'm pulling for it, for the magic. I'm with you on this one. Yeah, Damn. I mean, they definitely had that like that like like sort of uh, behind the music like uh, tragic. You know, just too too uh, meteoric a rise. Like they, it was all just like it, it came to them too quickly. Yeah. Too you know too easy. Um, the the way they just like exploded in in '94, um, and then like you know in the same amount of time it was just done. It was like but, so like rock and rock and roll like uh, you know tragedy story to me. Yeah, but there have right. been other like small market teams with great players who have like you know players like you know all the all the players in Oklahoma City who left. You know that was so devastating for a small market team. But even that 
Oklahoma City team has sort of like gotten back on its feet a bit. It does feel. It does I feel would like, also. Yeah, I, I would say that you know when you get a Shaq or you get a LeBron, you know, as a mid, you know, this epitomizes what I would say is the sad part of being an NBA fan of you know a non-large market team is you you have to hold on to that player, and if you don't, it's you're just cooked. You're just completely gassed. But I would say that with you know with the with the Thunder, um, you know, their GM traded away. I think all of those guys were traded away. Um, Durant, I, he signed with the Warriors, but I can't remember if it was a sign and trade or not. But they were sort of maneuvered out, mm. uh, not the same necessarily as um, you know. And also, there was more than one. I, I think that Durant is generational in the same way I think Shaq and LeBron are. But I just think that the yeah, the, they also didn't have those painful, crazy like that Nick Anderson game. You know that who knows what could have happened. Obviously, they lost. They were swept out of the series um, with the Rockets, but I, that was Game One. So it, you know, yeah. who knows? Who knows? It, it, it felt like they were never coming. They were never going to rebound from that moment. Like it was just like, okay, this is this is done. <laughs> no, yeah, you knew you knew that that was not going to. But I think they. I think that that heartbreak. I just don't feel like. I feel like the you know the Nuggets and the Grizzlies are sort of like Ben said. Like they'll ne- like you never kind of think you can win but i think the sort of the trick of the nba is like if you're the Cavs or orlando or any of these other mid-tier teams you do get like sort of tantalizingly close mm-hmm. and then the rug is pulled up yeah they, they they keep you on the on the hook they keep dangling it in front of you to, to keep hope alive yeah you're probably not thinking you know maybe even denver's in that tier too but you're probably not thinking as a grizzlies fan that you're you know this is our year but i think i think that there's there can be moments in other these sort of middle franchises where like well, we're gonna be we're going to be a real NBA team. And then it just doesn't work out. Sure. Right. All right, Ben, let's continue here in round two for the, intro, in, in the, in the uh, interest of time. So we are in round two, uh, pick number five overall. Uh, Orlando is off the board. That goes to whammy at number four. Ben, you're on the clock. Whenever you're ready, give us the uh, second team on team BC that has not won a championship. All right, all right. Here we go. With my second pick um, here in the second round, I am going to go with the coolest NBA franchise. I'm talking about the franchise that represents um, such uh, incredible cultural, um, you know, uh, symbols as uh, Biggie Smalls and, oh, wow. and oh, Basquiat, oh, and um, and and of course the. The Chinese Communist Party um, <laughs> in the house. Uh, I am talking, of course, about the coolest team in the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Brooklyn is in the house. Yep. Um, where where Brooklyn at? Um, yeah, this is just the coolest team, and that's why they deserve to win a, an NBA championship, because there's nothing cooler than winning. There's nothing cooler than Brooklyn. There's nothing cooler than Biggie Smalls. And Basquiat, who was like this street artist, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Yes. But he would like go around with like um, uh, with like uh, spray paint cans and do like graffiti uh, back in the 1980s um, in New York, and it was just so cool. Um, and it's just awesome that um, thanks to the Brooklyn Nets, we all know about him, um, and <laughs> that that this franchise um, is cool enough to to recognize that like. They need to teach their fans about these yeah. great, um, these great uh, sort of forgotten figures. Biggie Smalls was a rapper. Um, he actually, he actually was born in Brooklyn. Right. Um, I, b- I believe he, 
Yeah, he actually was uh, was born and raised um, right uh, in the Barclays Center, um, <laughs> which is why which is why they um, you know that, that he means so much uh, to that to that franchise. There's just so much you know emotional connection there with their their history, their roots. You know the the roots are, they run so so deep. Basquiat um, was I mean, a huge Derek Coleman fan. You know, yeah, Biggie Basquiat Smalls. loved the Brooklyn Nets back in the yep. '80s. Biggie Smalls loved Kenny the Brooklyn Anderson. Nets. He would always go down to Barclays. Um, and of course, um, you know, they're, they're led by, uh, the, the best owner in, in all professional sports for my money, Joseph Tsai, um, who is, uh, just can't, the guy is just a, he's just a winner. That's all he knows how to do folks. He just wins. He gets up in the morning and he wins every single day. Didn't the BC boys record no sleep till Brooklyn in that target? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I believe that was all about, um, the, 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 yep. The target. For sure. Yeah. And, um, I believe there's, um, uh, what's the other story? Is there a Dave and Buster's there? I think, um, which is really, really fantastic um yeah it's been there forever uh neighborhood institution yeah so i just feel like i this team deserves um it's you know it's 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 reward um for all all the all the years they've put in all the history all the heart you know the love you know uh spread love is the is the brooklyn way that's what biggie small said and Mm -hmm. that is uh you know, kind of, kind of the motto of this franchise. It's what they represent, and it's what I am doing: uh, spreading love, um, and uh, in the form of a of an NBA championship. Um, love that for them. Yeah. So I think that they will be the out of all these twelve teams. They have, you know, I think they'll win this year. Probably, yeah. Right. Well, it's also great that they have all these homegrown talents that they've, <laughs> um, you know, nurtured and brought up, you know, the right way. You know, um, talking about team building and and just drafting well and being smart with their money. Um, and they're just, you know, they're one of those like just really, you know, crafty, intelligent, right um, yeah, front offices. If I could present just a small bit of uh, counter counterpoint to all of this love that you mm-hmm. have for them. They did make the finals. Yes. Uh, the, the finals twice. Mm-hmm. And those teams, I think, I think they were lovable. I mean, this was, you know, post-Jordan era early. Except for the fact that Jason Kidd was on their teams. Yes, they were very lovable. Right. I mean, but Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles, Keith Van Horn. Kenyon, Kenyon Martin was like literally my like top, like top five favorite players at the time. Like, Yeah, I'm sorry, he though, was guys. So you're awesome. talking about a different franchise entirely. That was an organization that played in New Jersey. That is a... So are we delineating? <clears throat> well, uh, mm, the, the Nets, yeah, that was a different, unfortunately, no, I think, the Nets... I think Chris is right. Totally different team. Us, the Nets no longer recognize Brook, uh, they don't New, recognize Jer- the New Jersey. They don't. They do not recognize New Jersey as a part mm-hmm. of their history. They're embarrassed. They're ashamed of that. Uh, part yeah, that of was a different identity. team. I don't. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty sure that was. A, they, yeah, Sorry, it Wham. Was like a, uh, these Brooklyn Nets never played in Newark. They never played at the Izod Center. Um, no, Continental Airlines Arena never doesn't ring a bell. That did, that yeah, never happened. They, no, no. Nope. Their color guy is Richard Jefferson. I mean, I wonder. I know. Is that just happenstance? Or? Yeah. Someone needs to have hmm, a conversation. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. That is weird. They do have sort of a dearth up until now. You know, Kevin Durant and James Harden, probably, you know, Kyrie up there. They just have a dearth of like generational talent to have made the finals twice with the teams that they made the finals with. I think is pretty odd. Yeah. You know, like Drazen Petrovic, Stefan Marbury, Jason Kidd, uh, Briefly, Dr. J played for them when they were the Virginia Squires. Well, they were the uh, the New York Nets in the ABA um, before, yeah. He played on the Virginia Squires, which was their precursor long, long. 
I don't. I think that was actually a different franchise. Then he got traded from the Squires to the Nets. Let's do mm-hmm. think your con. I mean, maybe maybe we're gonna have to cut that out. But I think the I, I think mm. that the Virginia Squires were who he played for, and that he, de- he definitely played for them before the Nets. But I didn't realize they were the same. Did like, he play like, for the New York? I think he played for the 76ers when he was in the ABA. No, the well, the ABA was the New York Nets, and then because the Sixers were an NBA team, and then he came to the NBA after the merger Sorry, and. Wham. The New York, the New York Knicks were. Nope, he was you're not going he was anywhere. <laughs> I have a few more. He was gonna to play. I think he was gonna play for the New York Knicks, and they decided to take three million dollars instead of him, um, and therefore he uh, either signed or yeah, I think he basically just signed a contract with the 76ers because they could afford him. Um, okay, yeah. well, I was completely wrong about that. I'm now looking it up, I'm completely wrong. But but I guess what I, my point here is that they they haven't had amazing sort of generational player talent yeah but having made the finals twice is is pretty interesting and then um you know what i do think they're cool ben <laughs> <laughs> i mean they are cool it's Center. inarguable i'm yeah i'm saying they are the coolest yep. that's why they are new york's team um that's why all new york basketball fans root for them mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean they what can i say they own the city you know? that's right don't like them, but you are picking. What's? The- I don't know what you're talking about. I love. I love them. They're my. They're my favorite team. Are you uh, spiting yourself by picking them? Whammy. Uh, no, I'm. We're I'm not going to saying- disclose any of that information right now. We're going to listen. Keep, keep Who this- are you harming? I listen. Listen. I I pledge allegiance to Joseph Tsai right. and the Chinese Communist Party. Um, I love China. I love everything they're they're about. I believe uh, fully in their territorial integrity, as you know. Um. I, uh, I I believe that that. Mm, well, that's that's incorrect. Well, I'm afraid everyone's entitled to their own uh, draft selection. Yeah, that's, just, that's why we draft. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move along here uh, in round two with the sixth overall selection. Team CW is on the clock. This is gonna be my second uh, team that I select that has not won an NBA championship. Um, or it doesn't have to be an NBA championship. Of course, it can be any sort of uh, you know championship uh with my second overall selection what? here i don't want any pushback whammy Just throwing that out there i don't want any pushback whammy uh it's my podcast um okay with my second overall selection here in round two this is picks num- pick number six overall <laughs> i am going to uh all right here it is guys uh, unfortunately i am going to have to select the 2019 2020 Los Angeles Lakers who did not win an NBA championship. I'm very sorry, but um, they did not win a championship. They They played the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. They played in a bubble, Mm -hmm. um, which is very different from real life. And whammy, they had uh, unique, unfair, immoral, and unethical advantages that uh, delegitimize their fake. Uh, false accomplishments, and I'm happy to elaborate on that, Whammy, because I know you can be a bit of a stickler here. Um, So, first of all, let's talk about their fans. Their fans attended games on computers, not IRL. (laughs) Um, That's in real life. Uh, The real-life fan experience, Wham, is an essential part of what makes a team an NBA championship. From jeering and cheering, uh, you know, it's us. It's us, the NBA fan community that makes the game great, not the players. The cheers, the cheers. They've got to be in person. Yes. Uh, So we clear whammy. So no fans means no rings. No rings, no trophies, no trophies, no banners. Uh, So So this is saying, yes, if the jeers and cheers don't hit the players ears. Yes. (laughs) 
we the get years yeah, don't count. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Next, let's talk about this bubble, this quote unquote bubble. Let's talk about this ridiculous so-called okay. bubble. Hundreds of NBA players in the same place all shut off from the rest of the world for almost three months. They were locked in their rooms in in Walt Disney World. Um, they were not allowed to interact with other, other people. These players had no real-world problems to deal with. Let me ask you guys something. If sure. you were forcibly locked into your rooms every day, and all you had were your, you know, your, your textbooks, your homework, don't you think that you could do well on your schoolwork and on your homework? And the mm. answer is, of course you could, right? And, and yeah, that's, that's a really good point. That, that being true for everybody would then make that the sort of new baseline. Whammy? That you could then rise above. <laughs> the players uh, uh. were forced to study. <laughs> the players were forced to study against their wills. Um, this was basically coercion. Players were bullied into hooping. They were basically playing scared. They were forced to do this. And so how can we call this a fair competitive environment? So I'm sorry, Whammy, but no, this is not a championship. LeBron and his friends and the Chinese government would love you to believe (laughs) that this was a fair uh, competitive thing that was on the level, but I'm sorry, it was not covid won the 2019-2020 NBA championship, not the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. I know this is going to be an unpopular pick with you, Whammy, but it is what it is. My my second overall selection here in round two with pick number six overall is the Los Angeles Lakers of 2020. They did not so win to an be NBA clear, championship. To be clear here, Chris, though, you're saying that they deserve to win. I'm not saying whether they did or did not deserve. I'm not saying whether I like <laughs> you it. Dra- you dra- you I'm strapped not, to them I'm now. not saying whether I deserve. I'm not, I'm not making any... I'm not saying any. I'm not making any um, value judgments. Uh, I'm just saying they uh-huh. did not win an NBA championship. Right. The and that ju- is our what draft is. Yeah. Actually, just contradicting what you're saying there. That, that seems like a big. That is actually a large value judgment. Whammy, I'm giving you the facts as it is. This is a. Bu- they played in a bubble. Okay. They played yeah. in a bubble without fans. If there yeah, aren't actually, fans, I can't give you an NBA championship like that, Whammy, okay? Right. They, they, yeah. they had yeah. fans on computer screens, on iPads, basically, watching these games. They didn't right. have... No the, jeers, no cheers. There were no jeers. There were no cheers. <laughs> didn't hit the ears. Yeah. yeah, they didn't hit the ears. That means no fans, no rings, no trophies, no banners. So, right. I, unfortunately, and I would, honestly, I would love to give... Um, that team, I would love to give them another trophy. I would love to for them to be able to hoist a banner, but unfortunately, I can't allow them to do it uh, because, as we talked about, there were no fans, um, there were no there were no cheers or jeers. Right. Um, it was you know computer fans, uh, robot fans. So, yeah. So I actually put them in my spreadsheet, and I was surprised to find out, you know, sort of in the rankings, that they had won the NBA championship. And then I just immediately... What, what year was that? The year that in question. Actually, 1920, to, to, they actually did win the championship. So In 1920? In 1920? 2019, 2019-20. <laughs> uh, so my question is, do yep. you, so is Lou, like, what's your view on Lou Williams that, you know, is... Is he like, you know, a sort of a bubble truther or a crusader? I love what Lou Williams did. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I... Did he win the championship in your eyes or what's I, the, I, yeah. I think what we have with Lou Williams is someone um, who was, you know, uh, raging against the machine. Uh, fed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was trying to live his best life. 
I can't right. blame him. I mean, if you were locked in your room, whammy, with your textbooks, and you, you know, you couldn't see your family, you know, you you, you have a newborn child, you weren't allowed to see your kid. Bracelet. Yeah, yeah, you would be going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and and then if I asked you, whammy, to play basketball, and to hoop, to yeah. hoop, exactly. Right. Again, no cheers, no jeers. You're just you're just playing hoop. You wouldn't be playing to the best of your ability. You would be playing scared. Mm-hmm. And basically, what I'm what I'm arguing here is that these players were playing, you know, terrified basketball. They weren't playing the joyous game that we love. So it's mm. it, to me, it's not. Uh, this was not a competitive thing. This was not on the level. Wow. This was not the beautiful game that we love. Um, yeah. So it's not. A, yeah. It's not an NBA championship. It was. A, it was a show. It was a show trial. That's it was. Right. Uh, yeah. That's right. It was. Wow. And I'm basically, sorry, Wendy. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean to break your heart here on the podcast, but if that's what's happening, that's what's happening. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, they are your rules. I yes. guess the only counterpoint I would have is the fact that they won the championship. <laughs> my only argument well, against what you're saying. That's your yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah the word fact is doing a lot of work there for you, buddy. Yeah, uh, we're going to have a yeah, lot yeah. of heavy lifting for you on that one. Quote, unquote, but, fact. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, maybe um, this changes my strategy going into the third round. Great. So round three, Wham, you're on the clock. This is pick number seven overall. This will be your last, Whammy. this will be your last official pick. Beyond this, yeah. it'll just be what we call a bonus one or um, a uh, you know honorable mention round in round four. Um, right. But that would just be kind of like a lightning round. You know, we can kind of discuss that. So this is your last dedicated pick here, Whammy. Round three, pick number seven overall. Whenever you're ready. Right. So I'm tempted to go here, sort of out of left field, just given sure. the constraints of the contest. I'm I was looking at it, and I'm tempted to go with my. Junior year high school flag football team, <laughs> in which I scored five touchdowns in the semifinals, but we were eliminated in the finals by the team of jocks. Oh, wow. I'm listening. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, there's a pretty good argument to be made that there was some generational talent on that team, and, you know, there's a little bit of heartbreak. You know, famously, Charlie Hughes had a had a terrible game at corner, giving uh, up six scores. Geez. Shout out, Charlie. Yeah. So. Wait, you didn't go to St. Vincent St. Mary, did you? No, not even close. No, okay. no. Right. But uh, that's like you know, forty miles from where I live. So Akron is a. It's like, uh, you know, um, the, it's like um, Newark in New York. You know, it's kind of kind of different, far apart. But anyway, but so uh, I'll stick with an NBA team who actually hasn't won a championship, and I'll just. This is just too easy because it, again, the, the numbers don't lie here, folks. And that's as you know, got a number guy. Most, yep. Yeah, this is the most important <laughs> yeah. thing here. Right, and that's right. the Utah, the right, Utah Einstein, Jazz. Mr. Textbook. Sorry, yeah, you, Utah. You, Utah who? <laughs> the Utah Jazz. Oh, the Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a team who actually hasn't won a championship. I know, surprisingly <laughs> enough, in my research, they have had two two MVPs, um, Carl Malone, both times. Uh, they have a huge heartbreak factor. They were playing the Bulls the first time, uh, and they were Scottie Pippen. In game one of '97, told Malone that the mailman doesn't deliver twice. It doesn't deliver. Doesn't deliver. What a twice. devastating blow! Doesn't yeah. Doesn't doesn't deliver on Sundays, and he missed his free throws, and they went on to lose that series. A year ago, Scottie Pippen reminded Malone that the mailman doesn't deliver on Sunday. For Utah's sake, tonight he must. Game three next. They also, you know, just have been a constant sort of presence. You know, twenty. 29 of 47 seasons made the playoffs, 46% winning percentage, and then just great player after. I feel like the Stockton Malone era was fantastic. I 
happen to be a fan of the Andre Kirilenko jazz and then oh, the, yeah. current, the current incarnation. I'm, I'm not the biggest Donovan Mitchell fan, but I enjoy, I really like Mike Connolly and I enjoy Gobert and hope that they, you know, they're another team where I just feel, I feel like it would be great if they can win. And also the dumbest nickname in all of sports, the Utah jazz does makes no sense, obviously. Right. Um, but, but what, what do you think of the jazz this year, Wham? Uh, do we give them a, a shot to no win shot. it all? No shot. No, I do not. I do not. I think. I think no shot. I mean, you know, if the Lakers come back healthy, it's Lakers, Nets, and I think the Nets kind of win easily in that scenario. And if not, I think out of the West, it's kind of a mishmash, and all of those teams I just think don't you know don't sort of compete with. That I think you've just you've just seen that the, anytime you have the two best players in a series, you're, there's no chance for the other team in the playoffs. So, but it is really fun to uh, to you know that that um, point in every single NBA season where you uh, where you say, uh, "Hey, hey, you know who are actually really good? Those Utah Jazz. You look out. They this could be." No one's talking about them, but it turns out they have the best uh, point differential in the NBA. Uh, and um, yeah, the same exact thing happens every single season. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. It was fun. Yeah. The, they just, it, it's like um, the, the NBA regular season, I think, is you know learning about this when the Cavs were really good. I remember when people were making a big deal about the Warriors winning 73 games and, oh, they'll never be beaten. It's, actually, if you watch any given NBA game, there's always one team that's kind of trying and then one team that's kind of not trying during the regular mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And I think the Jazz are, you know, they're sort of the overachieving. They they try all the time. And, yeah. You know, to their to their detriment. That, <laughs> detriment. In the well, in the playoffs it just, you know, then when everybody's trying in the playoffs, it's it's just not the same. So I feel I feel bad for Jazz fans. Um but again, it's like you just They they are the best fans. The, they they got to be good fans. I mean, they've they gotta be. Are they good fans? I don't know, but they. I mean, Mitt, Mitt Romney number one in my heart. Uh, gotta give Mitt credit. Did it? Did impeach the president twice? Only guy to do that. With my vote, I will tell my children and their children that I did my duty to the best of my ability, believing that my country expected it of me. I will only be one name among many, no more, no less, to future generations of Americans who look at the record of this trial. They will note merely that I was among the senators who determined that what the president did was wrong, grievously wrong. He gets a but ton of credit the, for me, yeah. But oh, then yeah. The, he'd kill the dog or whatever, so. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't kill it, just uh, drove with it strapped to his roof for it's, about uh, 200 miles. This is Governor Mitt Romney's second trip to Pittsburgh, and he is now facing some tough questions. Published reports say during a family trip in the 80s, Romney loaded his dog into a pet carrier and strapped the carrier to the roof of the car for the entirety of the 12-hour trip. Romney today told me the dog loved it, but PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, today called it torture. PETA has not been my fan over the years. Uh, PETA was after me for having a, uh, a rodeo at the Olympics uh, and very, very upset about that. PETA was after me when I went uh, quail hunting in Georgia, uh, and they're not happy that my dog likes fresh air. Which Miles. is natural for dogs, right? In the wild, they do. Yeah, it's not, not bad for a dog. My dad's a vet. He, you know, he can tell you. That's a t- weird flex. All right. Yeah. But the, but the um, they just, anytime they go into a series now, they just they do not have the best player with, you know, Almost any series they would go into, they wouldn't have the best players. I just no chance in the playoffs this year. 
Yeah, agreed. But I think mathematically, you know, my team of the Suns, Magic, and Jazz, I mean, that's... Well, yeah, let me ask. Of the Suns, Magic, and Jazz, so Team Whammy is Suns, Magic, and Jazz. Who wins the NBA championship the soonest? I have to... So the Magic aren't going to make the playoffs this year. But of that that trifecta, who do you like to win uh, first? You would... You would so I would say that there's a basically zero chance of any of them winning the championship, you know, Man. at this moment, which is very sad. But in that zero chance, if a lot of other people, I think the Suns, you know, have a have probably the best shot at it, just given the the depth and the top end talent on the team. The Jazz obviously second in the Magic. You know, they're pretty far away. But the, I guess you know, maybe I'll say jazz, this. I'll say I think the, Magic. the Jazz are closer. I don't know. I think no. there's a. I think there's a chance that the Jazz could wind up in the Western Conference Finals last year, like the Nuggets did. Oh yeah. Like I'm if sure. Le, if LeBron or AD is hurt, right? Um, I'm sure. Well then, yeah, why couldn't think, the Jazz go to the sixth game against the Clippers or something? And if they can get to six games, I don't know. There's like a chance they they could get to a seventh. I mean, I'm not saying it's you're likely. Jazz jazz basketball there i mean they're gonna go yeah win a playoff series but then they're not going to make it farther i just i don't see that i just don't see them having the top end talent when it comes down to you know in the playoffs they play the better players longer and that just sort of negates the depth argument from the regular season which wins a lot of games for people so i just it's just not it doesn't come but i think actually just hot take here i think the magic given their tanking and draft capital in the next decade have a better shot yeah. Wow. I'm 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 here for that. They actually ha- they're actually set up with the most potential. I mean, right now they're at the bottom, but like the the Suns and the Jazz aren't actually going to go anywhere with their current like cores. Playoff course. series is while the Magic look terrible and then if the Magic yeah, another Dwight Howard, LeBron James, Shaq, whatever take Dwight out yeah. of that group. <laughs> so then they'll be out, of, out of curiosity, who do you guys think is going to win the Western Conference this year? Uh I would say the Lakers you feel confident that the Lakers Lakers. are going to win the the western conference this year yeah i do and when was the the last time we saw exactly though when was the last time we saw anthony davis play a basketball game Uh, if he's playing in may (laughs) yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter but like when was the last time you saw him play like december january i I can't even remember the last time he played Well, they were playing in the bubble last year right they did play back right we were saying we're talking about like official official basketball games yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like actual recognized. It's been a while, but again, I think that they, the Lakers, know the the harsh truth about the NBA, which is that, again, if you're going into a series where you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, there's just not many other teams where, like, maybe the other team has the third and fourth best player, but you're just not going to win. Versus the, having the two best players in any series is is the way that you win a playoff series. It's it, few exceptions. Well, we'll see if they have them. I'm curious if, if, they, if, if LeBron... they don't have them, then they're not going to win. But yeah. then I would pick. I would say Portland is kind of poised to go on a deep playoff run, and then I would say maybe like you're, you know, I don't love the Clippers, um, but they again have two really, one really really high end player and another one that's pretty high end. So it's tough. Yeah, to I just feel like if we're saying that the Blazers have like a 40% chance of making the NBA finals, if LeBron and AD aren't both healthy, then it feels like the Utah jazz or any of these teams, the nuggets have, you know, just as I'd say you're right. I'd say you're right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. But 
I, that does not put them in a good position to win a championship. True. Likely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's likely, but I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm I'm not so Go certain. Magic. Yeah, I'm not so <laughs> certain that LeBron and AD are gonna both be fully healthy by May or whatever it is. We'll see. Um, ben, you're uh, on the clock here with the eighth overall selection in round three. This is going to be your final dedicated pick, so make it a good mm. one. Don't don't waste it. Uh, really think about what you want to do. Make mm. a good measured choice. Think it through. Don't just be impulsive here. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So use it wisely. Whenever you're ready, you're on the clock. Um, I'm just going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> okay. I, I just think it's kind of fun. It's just a, it's funny that they, that that franchise like even exists really. And it's like probably it would be the funniest team to actually win an NBA championship. Like in my, in my like metric, my admittedly less than, um, you know, quantitative, uh, metric of, um, teams I can actually see realistically winning a championship like ever in history. Uh, the timber, the Minnesota Timberwolves have to be like the last, the, the, the very, very bottom there. It's a state. It's not even a city that they're from. It's a random state that like not many people, you know, really like, I don't know. I mean, obviously I think that, you know, Jesus, no, no disrespect to this, I the uh, residents, I think. but the timber wolf is just like, not even really like a, like an animal, like just call it a wolf. I don't know. Like a, to, do you think of Timberwolves as, in any context um, other than this this like basketball team, uh, given this name? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, they're just kind of like the forgotten. They're like the, oh, right, there's the Timberwolves. They're still in the NBA. Uh, they're obviously like one of those, you know, late 80s uh, um, expansion teams Um who had, you know, nothing going for them whatsoever until they drafted Kevin Garnett, and then they were, like, kind of good for a little while, and then they were just bad again forever. Um, and they're just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, can't, can't say I really care about them that much. Yeah. It's really more just, it would be absurd if they ever actually won an NBA championship. Like, can you imagine someone saying, like, the NBA champion Minnesota Timberwolves? I don't know. I, I don't see it. But uh, I always root for, um, you know, the, the, the most chaotic uh, kind of scenario, reality. So He can be an impossible, he can be impo- an, an impossible judge, Whammy. What can I tell you? He can be very critical <laughs> when yeah. he wants to be. Yep. Um, but there, there you have it. Uh, it's the I shoot from the hip. Wolves, I have and I take no prisoners. I have less of a beef with this. I think this is, you know, the, 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 I think, Ben, you know, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, they are fun team you know like they're not going to be winning anytime soon unfortunately and they and they are like you wish you want they would be amazing amazing time in the nba if if they ever won a championship yeah but you know in terms of like their impact in the league you know generally they did have one mvp kevin garnett um and they made one conference final uh, and then terrible in the playoffs there They are eighteen and thirty-four in the playoffs. Ooh, um, not ripping, great. Ripping, ripping. Now that's the worst percentage of any team here on the list. There you go, number one. So that's that's. Ugh. I feel very good about this pick. Oh my in terms God. of hope, in terms of hope, I would, you know, they are the underdog of underdogs, um, and you know, God, God bless them. I can't, and I do. They don't, you know, deserve it, quote unquote. But I do. I sympathize, and also love. They're. I feel like they're 
uh, wolf mascot is fearsome to sort of count. Yeah, they have. They do actually have a very, very cool logo. We've talked about. Yeah. So I, I don't have too much hate for it, other than they, you know, they haven't really put up the numbers, right. quote unquote. But I do think that would be an amazing thing for them to win. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to close this out here in round three. This is pick number nine overall. This would be my third and final no championship squad. Um, and then we'll do a quick, you know, lightning round, round robin uh, of, uh, you know, bonus bonus teams. But, I mean, here it is, guys, with, with pick number nine overall. And it pains me to do this, guys. But And I take no pleasure in doing this. None uh, whatsoever. But I, unfortunately... Uh, I don't like where this is headed. Unfortunately, I have to select the 2002 Los Angeles Lakers who did not win the <laughs> championship. Unfortunately, wow. we ha- whammy, I'm sorry, we have to rescind this Larry wow. O'Brien trophy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to explain oh why. It doesn't do me any pleasure. And I know this might not come up in your number database that you have there, right. Ram. But right. I don't know if you guys know about um, Tim Donaghy. But Tim, Tim Donaghy was a former NBA oh. referee who resigned Whammy in 2007 when it became public knowledge that he was being investigated by the FBI for betting on right. games that he was officiating in which he manipulated and affected the, the point spread. So Tim, Tim Donaghy was this disgraced ref, and anyways, he wound up resigning. He, he later pled guilty to two federal charges related to his gambling. Uh, one of the charges was conspiracy to engage in wire fraud. The other one was transmitting wagering information through interstate commerce. I don't want to bore you guys to tear with the with a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo. But basically, what you need to know is Tim Donaghy and a vast web of NBA referees were fixing NBA games during the 90s and 2000s. Sure. And on June 10th, Wham, on June 10th, mm-hmm. 2008, Donaghy's attorney filed a, uh, a court document alleging, among other things, that Game 6 of the 2002 Western Conference Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and Sacramento Kings had been fixed by two referees. And he writes this whole letter and he basically Oh, explains, this is true. Yes. Yeah, this is I'm I'm man, uh, I'm I'm shocked to I'm shocked to learn this why, that why that game I, that was a that was a horrible flawlessly flawlessly officiated game. I don't I don't I don't believe any of this. I don't I, free throws and Kobe shooting that So game. the letter that that Donaghy's uh, a lawyer submitted basically explains that uh, he <clears> was told Donaghy was told by two the two referees working the game that they wanted to get the matchup to a game seven and famously right. Sacramento lost game six of the 2002 Western conference finals to Lakers. And the Lakers took 18 additional more free throw attempts than the Kings. The Lakers shot 27 free throws in the fourth quarter, which would have meant over a hundred free throws. If that continued the whole game, <laughs> that's just in the fourth quarter, right? Not even in the, in the game. Isn't that in the fourth? The officiating in that game was so bad. There were so many blown calls that even the nation's leading consumer advocate was crying foul. Ralph Nader was among those outraged by the lopsided officiating in Game 6 of the 2002 playoff series between the Lakers and the Kings. The uniform consensus of most people who watched Game 6 that it was the worst officiating in a championship game and in effect stole the game from the Sacramento Kings. We have to rescind the NBA championship. I mean, they, it was like the one game they, they fucked up because it, they just made it all too obvious. Like, they've been doing it for years in, in lots of, and lots of other games and they 
would continue doing it for years after that, actually. Yep. But that was the one game where they just like slipped up and they were like, oh, shit, we, we just made it way too obvious, yes. didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So the 2002 right. NBA uh, Finals, you know, Larry O'Brien trophy, unfortunately, isn't valid. It's tainted with Mafia money and Ben Wham. Um, if it's all right with you, you know, we need to... We need to repurpose the 2002 Larry O'Brien trophy. We need to <coughs> award it either to, and we should have a discussion yeah. about this. Wham, I, so, you know, the, yeah. I'm open here. So I want to mm-hmm. pump the brakes on you right here because this is an obvious swipe at Ben's team. Wow. Removing the 2002 Lakers championship makes the Brooklyn Nets have a championship. Wow, and ruins Ooh. Ben's team. So well, I, I'm open. If you, if I you know wanna, what's going on here. If you want to give the, if you, but wait, 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 no, no, no. We already established that was a different team. That wasn't the Brooklyn Nets. That was a, the the New Jersey. I forget their. Just, I don't remember their name, but they I'm, were a, a New Jersey team. It, they I'm weren't even saying, in the same conference. No, no, no. I'm the, saying the, yeah. I'm open to awarding the Larry O'Brien Trophy to either the New Jersey Nets yeah. or the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so I, I mean, I I'm open. This I feel better about than the bubble team, which I thought was a great, a great victory for a great man, LeBron James. Wow! But I do, I do think uh, that I remember that game. It was just egregious. It, like yeah. it, I think even at the time, you know, the players always complain, but I remember the the Kings players just being beside themselves, like what is going on? Like it, like you couldn't, you couldn't come within feet of a Lakers player without getting called for a foul. So I. I mean, I'm wholeheartedly in on that. I yeah. think um, it's got to be done. We got to rescind that uh, NBA yeah. championship. Whether or not they would have beaten the 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 Nets, they obviously would have. You know, they swept the Nets. There was, I don't think, any impropriety there. The East again, those Nets team, as I said, were sort of the rare team to not have like generational players on it and make the finals. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, the, I think the Kings deserve it. I'm happy to give it to the Kings. Yeah, those Kings um, teams were fun. They, really they were really were fun. Yeah. They were really fun. And I, at the time, did they still have, um, oh my goodness. They had Vlade, they had Weber, they had Jason Williams, they had Peja. Mike, Mike Bibby, right? <clears throat> yeah, um, Bibby, uh, uh, um, not Jason Terry, who's the, Bobby Williams. Love Bobby Bob Jackson, Bobby. you're talking about Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson, Bobby Jackson, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was confused, yeah. Bobby I Jackson. I mean, they were fun. They were very fun. And I think they... Along with the Suns, you know, they got Kobe and Shaq out of the their proper place in the o, the O's. So I'm happy to award that to them. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. quickly talk honorable mentions here, guys. Which uh, then? Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead no, that, no, you're good. You're good. I thought that was like then that invalidates your pick, but no, it doesn't. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> uh, let's talk honorable mentions. Any other uh, organizations that have not won a championship, a basketball championship, that you want to give a shout out again? NBA, yeah. non NBA. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So the the Cleveland Indians have never won a basketball championship, and <laughs> mm-hmm. they are constantly trading away Cy Young winners and just a massively heartbreaking franchise to watch i would like them to win an, an nba championship yeah i think they deserve a larry o'brien that would be great that would be actually yeah, very yeah. nice for the cleveland indians to get an nba championship if lebron could come to their team i think they could have a good shot so mm. yeah what's with lebron what's what yeah LeBron and the indians versus the nba do you think that the lebron and the cleveland indians could win could win <laughs> An NBA championship. Well, I'll tell you what. You know who was a pretty good, uh, pretty good hooper um, back in the day? Kenny Lofton. So I feel like if Kenny Lofton and LeBron teamed up um, with the rest of the uh, the Indian squad, yeah, I think so. 
they got a shot. When, okay. where, where would LeBron yeah, yeah. play? Where would LeBron play on the diamond? Yeah, would you put him in the outfield? Would you put him on the infield? Would you? Let I him think pitch? he's he's doing it all. He's pitching. So he's like your Ruth, basically. He, he's, he's yeah, like he's doing it all. Ruth. He's pitching. He's going out to short. You know when he needs to. He's going out to center when he. He's just he can Jack play anywhere trades. on the diamond. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Great. I feel like you throw him in center. I, yeah, I was gonna say I think you, you throw him in center field and with his like acceleration and like burst and speed and jumping and height like he yeah he would just catch he would catch home runs over the fence he would yeah um every single thing out there it would just I feel be like, like he'd, he'd, he'd be probably get to on it on the batter as they were swinging mm. and blocking the ball <laughs> just <laughs> swatting the ball with yeah, his hand how that, that how come that isn't a technique in baseball yeah, that should they should running up on I the know. batter to swat the ball. <laughs> Just, yeah, can the pitcher charge the the plate after he pitches? Smack, smack that ball out of the air. Yeah, yeah. I love Just it, Wendy. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I don't know why that's not a rule, uh, but it's certainly something that Rob. Manfred I don't think it's and, against the rules. Yeah, I think people are just haven't thought of it. Yeah, well, it's some. It's certainly something we can. Um, you know, meditate on and and think about, and maybe we can propose that as a as a as a the rule. Yeah. signed Paul DePodesta from the Indians to run their football operation. They picked oh, a baseball right. guy to run their team. That's just like the what the uh, Chicago Bulls did with uh, Reinsdorf back in the 90s, right? Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, wasn't Jerry um, Jerry Cra- it wasn't, wasn't Jerry Krause like a baseball guy first? Uh, oh, I, think I don't right. care. But I, <laughs> but I think what I'm saying is if the NBA, if it went the other direction, if the NBA team went to baseball, I think you would see players trying to block the baseball sure yeah taller guy i think taller guys would dominate the sport any other yeah. uh any, any other franchises that have not won a basketball championship that you guys want to give some love as a shout out to uh, i'm going to shout out the um the violators um from the 1994 mtv rock and jock b-ball jam wow um listen to this lineup guys sean kemp gary payton chris weber reggie miller DJ KG, KG from uh, Naughty by Nature, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., Joey Lawrence, Joey Lawrence like in his prime, Blossom. We're talking whoa. Um, whoa. Two members, two members, not one, but two members of Boys to Men: Michael McCarry and Nate Morris. Um, uh, unfortunately, the squad did also include uh, actor thespian Michael Rappaport, um, who is a garbage human, but that's uh, we can we can forgive that. Uh, coached by the great Bill Bellamy. And on the sidelines, uh, serving in the role, uh, sort of a, a, a uh, general manager type position, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. Um, so pretty stacked squad. Um, they ended up, they went on to, to win, um, in fact, that, that 94 Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam uh, against the Bricklayers, uh, who were led by uh, Cliff Robinson, uh, Isaiah Ryder, Mitch Richmond, Queen Latifah, Dean Kane, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Cooper himself, Mark Curry. Um, in fact, Kenny Lofton played on that Bricklayers team, um, among others, coached by the great Dan Cortez. Is that um, they did win the championship? Um, well, they won the Rock and Jock championship, but I believe that they also should win an NBA championship. Okay, that didn't count. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, hmm. I'd have to look up the, 19, the official 1994 NBA championship because it's possible that they won both. Yeah. Because, right, because that was after the Jordan had retired in 93. So I'm pretty sure that they, yeah, they did win both. Yeah, so maybe that's a, uh invalid uh, pick. In which case, I'll go for the runner-up, 
for the NBA championship, that team, the bricklayers. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. So let's give a quick rundown. So team whammy, we have the Phoenix suns, the Orlando magic and the Utah jazz, uh, team, mm. team BC. Uh, that's a great one. Team BC. We have the Denver Nuggets, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then mm. uh, Team C Dubs. We have uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, the 2019-2020 LA Lakers, and the 2002 wow. Lakers. Um, again, none of these <laughs> teams have won championships, and yeah. uh, it feels. But fantastic, we're pulling for guys. each and every one of them. Yeah, we would certainly like to see these teams. Uh, pull it out, figure it out. But um, until yeah. they do, we'll just have the to. The time uh, will come. Yeah, yeah. eventually. We will just It'd have be to incredible. Wait. Yeah, for the 1920 Lakers to come out and, and win it this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all we're yeah. certainly pulling for it. Wham! Uh, before we go, uh, give our listeners an idea where they can find you online. Are you on Twitter? Are you on yeah. Instagram or TikTok or any of the social platforms? Yeah, so I'm an infrequent tweeter uh, at Brandon Lissy. Um, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-L-I-S is in Sam and uh, you can find me on TikTok I'll usually post those through to my Twitter but I think my name on TikTok is Whammy45 so okay, great mm. and is there anything you, what, why 45 uh, yeah um, I don't know I think it just is a fun number to pick my actual, my favorite number is 26 but 45 cool. is the one that's on the end of the- after the, the best president 45th <laughs> no Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, wow. wow. We have to change it now. What? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Wham, anything else you want to plug that you're working on that you want to let the audience know about? or uh, is it- uh, Just hit me up if you have a job. Great. I could use the- <laughs> Great. Could use well, the- we, just, we just gave you one, so yeah, you're, right. you're welcome. I think you could go back. Honestly, I think you could go back and take a look at some of the collaborations between me, Ben, and Oliver Noble at Vice News, my done some of my favorite stuff with those guys definitely your your best work you ever did was was with us That's, it's uh, true it's it's honestly true and i include this podcast and the team that i drafted in amongst that yeah uh, that group so well i have a feeling that this pod will uh help your chances quite a bit well if you're Let's an employer just and uh you're looking for a new employee once again hashtag the, beef the bear once once again hashtag beef the bear that is a lineup yeah. of the phoenix suns the orlando magic mm-hmm. the utah jazz he does not have a job he would love one. Yep. He's team whammy. Just, uh, just keep in mind, though, if you do hire him, he will not be available on Wednesdays from about <laughs> 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock every single every single week. All right, yeah. Wham. Well, thank you, guys. See. Thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. Uh, An absolute pleasure, we'll Wham. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you real soon. You've been listening to Switch. 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 Switch.